Hi friends! Happy Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. January's been a weird month for me, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I think a huge part of it is that right by the mountains here in Fort Collins, Colorado, there's this thick layer of clouds, like since the beginning of the new year. There's been a few days of sunny days, but there has been these thick clouds, like right now, it's just dark and gray, and I'm not a fan of that, you know? Not not my style. Anyways, um, it's good for the area, though. You know, the area needs a lot of moisture right now. It's very dry. It's helping my skin. There's a little humidity in the air, so that's good. But, uh, yeah, it's been a weird month. So we're almost through with January. It's the 24th. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you for tuning in. Um, today's topic is very important to me, especially over the past few years, I've been practicing this and just really putting it in motion. And I've learned a lot of new things about myself and just perspective of the world around me. And the topic is breaking out of your comfort zone. I'm sure the majority of you know what I mean when I say breaking out of your comfort zone. But if you don't, um, basically it is if you're comfortable with your everyday routine and you don't want to try new things um, and you just love life how it is. You love, you know, the same number two at McDonald's. Like that's your order and that's what you want. Sometimes it's good in life to break out of your comfort zone and try new things and just do things that would make you usually uncomfortable and want to cringe and just go like, I don't belong here. Um, so that's what I mean when I say break out of your comfort zone. And there's so many benefits to breaking out of your comfort zone. And over the past few years since I left my house for college, like that has just been what I've lived by because I'm just out on my own doing my own thing and nothing is, you know, comfortable in the moment. Um, and eventually it does become comfortable. The new things that you try become more comfortable over time. The more you repeat it, the more repetition you practice with new stuff. Of course, you're going to get more comfortable with it. Um, but other benefits are that you learn new things and you learn new perspectives about life and how other people grow up. And what once seemed like just an average tennis court that you walked past for high school is now a place where you're spending an hour a day and you're fixing the net when it droops because you decided to join tennis club. I don't know. Something like that. Like something you didn't grow up doing and you decide to do it just because you want to break out of your comfort zone and try new things. I'm going to talk about the pros and some cons of breaking out of your comfort zone, but mostly why it is important in life to do so and some ways to make it easier for you to do it. I'm going to give a super simple, easy example of how I broke out of my comfort zone just two days ago. So I grew up in Florida. I was born in Illinois, um, as some of you know, and then I grew up in Florida the majority of my life. So people call me a Florida boy and that's what I consider myself to be. So anyways, two days ago, we went to a rodeo. Kendall's family and I went to a rodeo and we went with her grandparents, which they're ranchers. They have always been around cattle and horses and that's their thing. And so is Kendall's family. They've always been around it, but I have not. I have lived a life of city and beach my entire life and if i saw cows i always turned my head in the car and i screamed cows you know that's just how i grew up um so throwing on cowboy boots and denim jeans and a flannel shirt and a cowboy hat 
doesn't come natural to me. And I honestly find myself very out of place and just that's just not my scene. It doesn't mean I don't appreciate it and don't love it and have like a tiny little passion for it because I, I think there's beauty in everything in life. And it's really cool to see like a culture that embraces what they love. You know, everywhere you go on earth, there's like a different style and a different culture. And I think there's, I think that's amazing. I think it's beautiful and I want to appreciate every side of life. I just didn't grow up in a cowboy state. <laughs> Florida's Florida's got cows and got horses, but it's it's different. And two days ago, I got to see cowboy culture firsthand. It was fantastic. And going and getting ready for the show, I was super uncomfortable. And like, I was just, I didn't know what to expect there. I just thought it was going to be like, kind of judgmental people. I don't know why. Um, I just did. I thought like people were going to point me out and say, get out of here, Florida boy type of feeling. Even if they didn't, you know, literally say that I just felt like I wasn't going to feel at home when I went to this event. And as soon as we showed up, everyone was just biggest smiles on their face. The event was so cool. And even though I don't want to like, you know, drop my art and guitar and social media stuff and go live in Wyoming with a horse right now. I still think that that whole culture is super cool and I can appreciate it for a little part of my life. And that event really opened me up to the idea of like how everything works and like people that have lived their whole life revolving around horses and cows, like that was their jam. That was their surf competition. Like for me, it was, it was so cool for them. And I loved being around that and being, you know, involved in the culture at one of the food stands outside there was literally something called fried cookie dough on a stick and it was nine dollars and i got it I, when you see fried cookie dough on a stick you you can't not get that i don't i just i had to get it um and it was delicious because i love cookie dough and i loved fried stuff so i don't know if you see fried cookie dough on a stick you gotta get it. I don't think I'll ever live another day where I see something called fried cookie dough on a stick. The people were amazing. Everyone was friendly. There was a cool cattle dog competition. Um, that was probably my favorite part, even though that wasn't part of the main rodeo. It was really cool to watch like how people have trained their dogs to like herd sheep. And I thought that was amazing. Like just certain whistle noises. This dog would go left, go right charge like just force these sheep into a certain area and that's just like their working dog and it's amazing like it was it was so cool and then in the main rodeo event there was you know bucking events and cattle tying I don't think I'm saying these right but there was barrel racing that was definitely my other favorite one was like the women's barrel racing they would just come in flying on a horse and just turn these tight corners around barrels and just charge out so there was so many cool things and I got to appreciate all of that. And I have never seen that. That was my first time at a rodeo. My first time being around 99% cowboys and cowgirls. It was very cool. And leading up to the event, I was very uncomfortable and I didn't know what to think or how to act or what to say to people. I didn't know if I would somehow come off rude or come off shy or timid or I don't know. I just wasn't comfortable going into that event and now leaving that event, I, I am so glad that I did it. And that's just one small way that you can break out of your comfort zone. There's other things like I, like growing up in Illinois and Florida, they're the two flattest states in America. 
So when we came out here and Kendall wanted to go rock climbing and we met random people and they took us rock climbing, I wanted to poop my pants and run home. You know, like I, that sounded like the last thing I wanted to do, like have a stranger at the bottom with a rope with my life up top as I cling to a rock with a bolt. Um, that's just not in my nature, but I did it. And I'm so happy that I did it. I got to like climb a hundred foot routes and just see how beautiful life is from the edge of like a rock. It's, it's undescribable. Um, and it's not like my favorite thing in the world, but I'm so happy that I'm doing it. And I'm out here just like breaking out of my comfort zone and learning new things and just seeing how other people grow up. Because when I talk to them about surfing, they think I'm insane for going out in the ocean next to sharks and taking a wave on my surfboard. And when they try it, they think it's crazy. So like I grew up with that. They grew up with this. We're both learning new things about each other and it's beautiful. I've been really trying to focus on this the past few years because when I first went to Orlando for college, I had to break out of my comfort zone, but it wasn't like even though I was doing it and trying new things, I was still like struggling and falling into like little sp sparks of depression, I guess. I was, it was it was a tough time for me in my life. So since then, I've just really been trying to break out of my comfort zone and appreciate new things no matter what they are. Something that I've been really focusing on the past like few months and just trying to hone in on is acting. I've always wanted to act in a film and I've always wanted to direct a major film or just be part of the directing. Um, so yeah, I've got a short film coming up. Someone reached out to me to act in it and be the main character and that's in a few weeks and I will definitely be sure to share my experience with that because it's a sci-fi horror film um, and that's like the last genre I thought I'd be doing but I think it's going to be so fun and I'm going to try and embrace it and just like be myself mixed with this genre I'm so excited for it, but also thinking about it makes me want to diarrhea and vomit on the floor right now. Um, it's just a weird thing. I'm trying to be confident and trying to learn new tactics and how to act and all these things, and it's a whole other world acting, but I love it, and I didn't fully get to grow up in it, but I wish I had because I have a huge passion for acting and just films and TV shows in general. I think it's so cool that you can tell a story and make people like base their entire lives off of a film it's so amazing same with advertising that's why i got a degree in advertising like there's definitely good and bad advertising and if you can be on the good side of it and just you know tell a important story and just change someone's life because of an ad or because of a tv show or movie or song there's so much beauty in that and i want to be on the good side of that so yeah i've been breaking out of my comfort zone to act um, and just practice acting. I have a script. It's actually right here on my desk. Um, so I've been practicing that. It's going to be interesting, and I can't wait to share that with you guys. So why is it important to break out of your comfort zone? Well, the first reason... Jeez, I just choked on my spit. <laughs> That's so disturbing. Um, the first reason is that you will become a stronger person. Recognizing that fear is normal, that's the first like step, like knowing that when you're about to break out of your comfort zone and being afraid of it and just like embracing that and telling a friend like, hey, I wanna do this, but I am so nervous right now. Acknowledging those nerves is the first step to becoming a stronger person by breaking out of your comfort zone. 
still plan on breaking out of your comfort zone, but know that being nervous or scared or uncomfortable is is very, very normal in this situation. And just like embrace that and say that to yourself or say it out loud. Do what you have to do to just acknowledge that being nervous is okay. This is very much the same reason why I have a tattoo of a wave on my ankle. When I was 17 or 18, I was really into skimboarding and I would fall over and over and over, but eventually it would make me stronger and make me understand why I was falling and able to learn the tricks that I was trying. And I wanted a wave that just resembled that falling is okay and falling from time to time will make you grow as a person. As you continue to break out of your comfort zone and you continue to fall and learn and fall and learn, you will become a stronger person. But the first step is acknowledging that being nervous is okay. The second step is doing it. Like, you gotta do it. Break out of that comfort zone. Be a different person. Go to a dance club. Join ballet. Work at McDonald's. I don't know. Do something that, like, way in the back of your head you've always wanted to do. And there's been a mental block or a physical block or people in your life that have urged you not to do it, but you've really wanted to do it. Or maybe something that you never like had a desire to do. Like there's certain times in your life when you just have to do it and it'll make you a stronger and better version of yourself. I think one of the biggest life-changing moments for me was kind of in college when I met Kendall and she influenced me to just start dressing how I wanted to dress and have a little bit of style because I was just, you know, board shorts and t-shirt my entire life. And that's just like how I grew up and where I grew up. Everyone was dressed like that. And it was kind of out of my comfort zone to try to dress with, you know, pants every once in a while and a fun sweatshirt or something cool, you know, Converse high tops. That was crazy. You know, it was just Sperry's or Vans. Um, so yeah, it was super uncomfortable for me in the beginning, but like I knew right away, like this is where I belong. I, I should have been doing this, this, in, this entire time. And I just felt uncomfortable for no reason. You know, nothing matters in life except your own passions and hobbies and like what, you know, you want to, you want to be able to die without regretting. So jumping out of my comfort zone with my dress and my style was a big change for me. One of the first things I remember being like, oh man, I should just be trying new things right now. Like I'm 19 years old, the the rest of my life, like I don't wanna be doing the same stuff. I wanna be learning about different cultures and different perspectives and different things and hobbies and sports and in this case, style. So dressing different was kind of my intro into like just trying new stuff and being okay with being nervous because of it you know I have I what I think much better style I have a desire for clothing I have a entire clothing company um, I have a side project for thrifting and finding fun clothes um, I don't know I just thought I just think that that's all stemmed from like those few days of transitioning from board shorts to cool outfits Reason number two why you should break out of your comfort zone. Breaking out of your comfort zone allows you to gain self-confidence. The more you break out of your comfort zone, the more you push yourself and test yourself and just try new things, the more you'll notice that you'll have less stress and anxiety when uh, you're faced with just a weird situation because you've already like 
you've already done these weird things that have been hard for you and hard for you to like break out of your shell to do. So when you're in a weird situation, you'll have more confidence in yourself. And the sky is the limit when you have confidence. We all know that. Like the the days that I have more confidence in myself, I feel like I could do anything. A few things that I don't want to have when I'm passing is regret and self-doubt. Like knowing that you can do something even if you've never done it before because you have confidence is like the best feeling in the world so by pushing your limits testing yourself you will gain more confidence in yourself and just feel like you're invincible and that's a great feeling something that i've really been wanting to push is uh i've always wanted to join a band or just you know even if it's just myself or one other person i want to sing in front of other people and play instruments that i'm passionate about because I think that it'll make me more confident in the long run. Like when I want to sing in front of other friends and play guitar and just sing a song, I have this weird, like, I'm not confident in myself and I don't love my voice. And for some reason, I have these mental blocks sometimes. And it's a terrible feeling. And I've been trying to get out of that for many years, probably a decade now. And there's some moments that I do. And even though I don't have the best voice or the most confidence, when I do break out of those like moments and start singing or whatever, I just I just feel like I'm invincible and it just makes me more comfortable in that situation. Another way I've broken out of my comfort zone over the past few years is with my company, Beaten Path, um, I've been able to like just try new things and it's it's helped me a lot with you know breaking out of my comfort zone because I want to go up to people and just start talking about stuff or offer them a hat in exchange for pictures because I think they're beautiful and I love how they are skateboarding or something like that. I don't know. Uh, over the past few years, I, I've just been able to just approach people and start talking because of my company and I'm so grateful for that. Previous to owning a company, I had no desire, no urge to just charge up to someone and just start talking to them about anything. It just was a whole different miles and my company has really really allowed me to just break out of my shell and just start talking because I'm fixated on growing this passion that I have and not like embarrassing myself or whatever doubts that I had so having that company has really helped me with breaking out of my comfort zone so if something like that might help you that's definitely something to consider um you know if you have a collection company i don't know if you collect pokemon cards or something and someone was wearing a pikachu backpack walk up to them and start talking even if it's not like directly about your company just say like i love pokemon like blah blah blah, blah. i see your backpack it's really cool you want to be friends um and if they say no you have nothing to lose like that's it's just part of life and regretting that is worse than them saying no so going up to them and just start talking it, it's such a great feeling or maybe you like to shoot photography, but you've never been around friends that shoot photography and you're out at, I don't know, a beach or at a mall and you see someone shooting a bird far away and you like their camera. Just go up to them and start talking. Just do it. Like break out of that comfort zone. Say, oh, I love shooting too. Do you come here often? Or my name's John. I love photography. You look like you like it. Maybe we could go take pictures together just do it. You won't regret it. The last reason why I think you should break out of your comfort zone, this one is so important to me, is you will meet some of the best people 
ever in your lifetime by trying new things or network with some people that are going to benefit you in the long run. An example that comes to mind right away is uh, about three months ago, four months ago, I went. we were at a dog park and there was like the coolest looking dog ever. It, was, it looked like a coyote. There was just about 50 people at the dog park and it started raining and it was just me and this dude and his cool dog left. So I went up to him and I started talking and we started talking about van life because they lived in a van too. And we just really started bonding and it was really cool. And I wouldn't have done that if I didn't break out of my comfort zone and start talking to this dude. Literally the next day, he took us to a rock climbing place and we learned to climb outside. Well, I learned to climb outside. Kendall already had done it, but it was so cool. And because of them, now we have an amazing connection. They actually told us about a rock climbing gym called Whetstone here. They got us in for free. We used their guest passes and now Kendall works there. It's amazing what breaking out of your comfort zone can do to benefit you and help you create new long-lasting friendships that become family and networking. And now, you know, maybe this rock climbing place will allow me to carry Beaten Path Co. shirts or hats or whatever at their gym. And because of that, someone might see those hats that owns a bigger company. And it just starts snowballing in the best way possible. And it never would have happened if I didn't go up to that person and start talking. So to recap, break out of your comfort zone. Do things that make you feel uncomfortable or stuff that you've wanted to try your whole life, but for some reason, something or your someone or yourself has been blocking you from doing that. Or maybe something that you've never wanted to do. Try it. Just try it. You never know. You might love it. Those of you who listen to my episodes know that I answer a few questions that you guys ask me every episode, so we're going to jump right into that. So first up, we have a question from Peyton P. Peyton asked me, what does your diet and gym routine look like from week to week, and how do you stay motivated? This is a great question because I do go to the gym fairly often. I used to go more, and I don't really talk about my gym routines or anything, and people ask me all the time, so this is a great um, time to share that with you guys. I'm going to answer your question backwards. So how do I stay motivated? There's a few ways. Um, honestly, like social media has pros and cons. And one of the pros to me is my body through posting, like really pushes me to work out more because I, I just, I want to see myself in a better shape on social media. So that's a big motivation to me is just because I post myself so much, I want to be in better shape. Another way that I stay motivated is I listen to Gary Vee a lot. I know that some of you have mixed feelings about him or you listen to him too and it's stereotypical, but I've listened to him for like eight years now. I think since like sophomore year of high school. So for a long time, he's been pushing me and encouraging me through his words to you know, push myself to my limits. Um, burnout, but not burnout, if that makes sense like understand what burnout is and work super hard, work for your passion and love what you do, but don't like do it to a point where you hate it because you did it so much. Um, so listening to him has really helped me like stay motivated with working out and just balancing so much in life in general. He has been a big, big part of that. Also, another way is that I hang out with friends a lot or I used to at least before we moved to Colorado so um, just being around friends or you know being in the ocean I 
was motivated to work out more because I just wanted to kind of just project that image across my friends and just, you know, I don't know. I just, I just think that by hanging out with friends and, you know, doing things that are outdoorsy, it'll help you stay motivated and want to go to the gym more. And, you know, there's of course reasons that I do it for myself too. I'm kind of not really pushing those reasons right now. I'm talking about social media and friends and stuff that a lot of people say not is a good thing, but to me, it's always been a good thing. Um, and of course there is that internal thing that like the more I work out and do exercises for my body, the better I feel day to day above all that, that is the main reason why I work out. I think that's so important. Um, I just wanted to share some other things that people don't really talk about. Now for your first question, what does your diet and gym routine look like from week, week to week? My diet isn't great. I've been trying to work on that. It's not terrible, but we, I mean, everything's expensive right now. So we do eat out a lot because fast food is sometimes much cheaper than making a meal at home. Uh, we're just in a weird, weird world where like, you know, McDonald's app is so cheap. So it's so hard to turn that down because we don't got a lot of money. Um, I mean, it's not that we don't have a lot of money. It's that things are insanely expensive. So spending 20 bucks on a meal that you made at home that took four hours to make isn't our top priority right now. But I do mix in occasional, like like right now I'm eating a yogurt. Um, and yesterday we ate ice cream. You know, it's kind of like a every other, like make sure that you're feeding your body nutrients. So I, I drink a lot of smoothies that I make at home. Um you know, eggs, if we can afford it. Um, just, I always mix in healthy meals at home, salads, whatever it may be with going out to eat. It's not every day that I'm eating healthy stuff inside. I'm, but it's not every day that I'm eating junk food outside. I just try to balance those things, um, as best as I can, but I used to be better about my diet and I would love to get back into the routine of that because when I was eating healthy on a day-to-day basis, I definitely felt better. I think that just, I think most people know that. That's a very universal thing. If you eat better, you'll feel better. And if you feel better, you'll work out more and you'll be more confident in yourself. You'll be able to break out of your comfort zone more. You know, a lot of pros come, come out of feeling good and eating good is a start to that. Now, something that I can talk more in depth about is my gym routine. So in high school, I used to like have a log and my buddy Koi and I would go at least one time a day. We would usually go like twice a day. And then on weekends, we'd have like a food coma bulk day. And we were just taking it pretty serious at that time. Um, That's also when I tore my shoulder benching. So pros and cons out of that. I was going too far as a sophomore in high school. Um, But back then I had a schedule and a routine And, you know, it was just specifically shoulder day this day and actually these four workouts for this shoulder day and then next week a different four workouts for that shoulder day. So I was like really on top of it. Now it is much, much more laid back, but I still do have a little bit of a routine and it is this. I remember being taught that having um, off days is just as important as having on days. So making sure that you're not pushing your body literally every day to go to the gym is very important and specifically like focusing on a certain muscle group each time you do go to the gym is also very important but having that off day it could be every other day that you work out or every other three days whatever it is 
I didn't remember it off the top of my head, so I did a little Google search. By having rest days, it allows your muscles to replenish their glycogen stores, thereby reducing muscle fatigue and preparing the muscles for their next workout. It also prevents injury and over-exercising puts rep- ah, repetitive stress and strain on the muscles, increasing the risk of injury. So that makes sense. Um, that's why I have off days. That's why it's important to have off days. Plus, it's just good for your mental health to you know not go to the gym every single day. That being said, when I do have on days, I usually start my workout with a half mile run. It warms up my muscles, and it's also just one of those like things for me that I love to say, like, at least I'm running a half mile almost every day. Like, a lot of people run a lot, but at least there's, like, a little bit of a run for me when I go to the gym or just in my daily routine. I like to have, it's not even a full mile. It's just a half mile, little warm-up. Some of it I walk, and then the majority of it I run. Then right from there, I hop off the treadmill, and if it's, like, Monday, I don't have a specific day for specific muscles, but... If, you know, last Monday I did, or let's say if yesterday I did chest, today I'll do shoulders, and then tomorrow I'll do arms, and then the next day I'll do legs, and so on and so on, and then it just repeats itself. If there's a time where I went like a full week or two weeks without going to the gym or whatever, I will do like a, a, you know, conjoined workout where I'll do all upper body and even a little bit of legs. Like, I'll do a little bit of everything because it's been so long that... I need to like just get my body back into the motion and just work out everything. So having those days is also very important. Okay, I'm gonna answer one more question. This question is from Charlotte Michelle. And Charlotte asked me, what's been the hardest adjustment after moving from St. Aug to Colorado? Honestly, there's been a decent amount of things that have been hard for me, specifically, um, specifically me speaking, but I don't wanna focus on like too much of the negative because I think that it has been kind of hard for me to adjust here, to be honest. Um, But a few things have been like, there's been no humidity, really. There's been um, no, obviously no ocean, just having a hard time like fitting in kind of, you know, when I talk to locals and I say I'm from Florida, it's kind of like an instant like cringe, uh, weird conversation. It feels like at least not all locals are like that, but I don't know. It's just been kind of hard to fit in. I think the hardest like adjustment the worst thing about moving here has been leaving my best best friends like the best people I know behind back at Florida that's been the hardest thing for me these people that we met in St. Augustine and the people that I grew up in um, the Tampa area the people that I grew up with like leaving them has been by far the hardest thing it's been really hard to find people here so far that match any of their you know, love and compassion and just similar interests. And I don't know, it's just been hard. It also is freezing at night. So like I do miss like being able to do things at night and having events for the company. Um, That was definitely like a Florida thing is just being able to do things throughout the day 24 seven. There's definitely a time limit here on like everyone goes to bed, you know, specific time. That's just a Northern thing when there's snow and it's freezing. Um, so that's been hard, but specifically not having these people in my life anymore. And we still talk, you know, pretty much every day. Um, there's a good, like, like solid, like 50 to a hundred people that we met that just 
changed our lives for the better. There's some really good people in St. Augustine, Florida. Um, and I know that everyone says that about their town and, you know, but I really mean it. And to be honest, it did take me a few months in St. Augustine to like really kind of find the people that I love. Um, I think it was a little faster than it's been here, but I am giving it the benefit of the doubt of like, it's going to take a few months. We just moved to a brand new area. Calm down. Everything's fine. You're going to meet great people. It's just like, part of me doesn't want to, like, I love, I love my old friends. And everyone says that when they move away, but I really, really do. Like they were, they were as much family as my family is. So that's been the hardest part is leaving my family back in St. Augustine, family and friends. Of course, I'm speaking, I'm speaking about my family too. They're all kind of in Florida. So leaving them is hard. So yeah, I hope that answers your guys' questions. I love answering your guys' questions. And if you want to ask me any, you can go to my Twitter account called SmileHardPod and just tweet me any questions you want. They can be crazy. They can be gross. They can be, you know, revolutionary, whatever it may be. Shoot me your questions at SmileHardPod on Twitter, and I'll be sure to answer them as soon as I can on the next episodes. Until then, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and week. Thank you for tuning in to the January 24th episode of the Smile Hard Podcast. Have a lovely rest of your day.